Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Friday, September 1st, 2023. I'm Beckler. Holy jeez, it's September. Also weird that September starts on a Friday. It doesn't feel right. Does it doesn't, it? no. It feels like it should be August 31st today. Yeah. And then we go into the long weekend and then we come back and it's September. Yes, that's exactly how it feels. This is odd. I consider this still part of August because, yeah, like this Agreed. is the August long. Okay. <laughs> it's Friday, August 32nd, 2023. That's I'm better. Beckler. That sounds a lot better. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. It's still summer. Yes, it is. It's summer until Tuesday, at least, I, I, I feel. I think so. Yep. Uh, and it's looking like a nice long weekend. What do you have planned? Shauna. I'm headed to Saskatoon right after work today. Meet up with Cliff? Yeah, actually going to Prince Albert tonight. The lovely Prince Albert, Saskatchewan. Uh, but we're going to go meet his parents there up at Emma Lake tomorrow. Ah. So we're going to go golfing out at Emma Lake. Which... Emma Lake is beautiful. Yeah. My uh, aunt and uncle have a place there. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I spent a couple days there and then uh, on Monday we're supposed to have our fantasy football draft. So that. What I about you? I look forward to hearing about that. You should. <laughs> You know I that I never tell you about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I actually might opt out of this league this year, to really? be honest. Yeah. You're done with it? Well, the, it's, the draft happens at, like, late at night on Monday. I know. You're always like, oh, man, I got to start my week after this, it's like, brutal. night it, of beer drinking. And, and it does. It, like, well, and I don't I don't even drink, which makes it just torture. I sit there, <laughs> and then it takes so friggin' long to do these drafts. Like, they're three, four hours. It drags out forever. It's just, yeah. So I told them... Uh, if I can't do it remotely, I might actually just give up my spot in the yeah. draft this year. Yeah, if you're not having fun with it, don't do it, right? Yeah, if like, I have fun with the draft, but they always, any of the fun events and stuff, always, they're all, like, industry people and have opposite schedules of me, so it always happens way too late, and, yeah. Anyway, yeah, what about you? Uh, we're going camping in Kukanusa. Nice. On the That's such an awesome place. BC US border. Yeah, it's pretty it, the weather is always great there. Mm-hmm. Like even this weekend it's supposed to be like 30 every day we're there. It's great. Uh, so we're going with some friends who also have two young boys and we're going to swim and paddleboard and play games, yeah. eat good food. I told you how to try and find some turtles, so hopefully you find some turtles. Okay, reiterate this to me, because my boys are so excited about the prospect of maybe seeing some turtles. Uh, so Surveyor's Lake is where, when we were at Kukunusa, we went to, and it's a shallow lake, and it's super, super clear, and it's all sandy bottom, and you can actually just go and you look down. So if you have a paddleboard, it's perfect, because you can look down and you can see the turtles. They're painted, painted turtles. turtles, right? Yep. So they're all over the place, and then we saw one on the side of the road. You just have to keep your eyes peeled. Like, keep your eyes sharp because they blend in fairly well, obviously, to their mm-hmm. surroundings. But, uh, yeah, you should be able to see. There's lots around. So Okay, cool. Because Bo had to miss a couple baseball games this weekend. Uh, and I was like, well, we might get to see some turtles. And then he was okay with that. Yeah, see, good. Okay, I really hope you find some turtles. Stuff, so yeah. Turtles are reptiles, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> They're not amphibians, right? They're reptiles. Okay. <laughs> I think so. 
Now you're making me double these people. Move on. Okay. Uh, on today's show, I have a conspiracy theory involving school supplies. Okay. Mental tricks that you can use to push through uh, any kind of endurance activity. Mm-hmm. And someone you definitely shouldn't be afraid of after your out-of-context clip of the show. Y'all... Don't know. I am actually a doctor. You just don't get it, do you? The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. We were talking about the boogeyman yesterday, Mm -hmm. and I got thinking about that, and I'm like, what is the boogeyman exactly? Like, we all know about the boogeyman, but where did this come from? Where did the name boogeyman even come from? Is there an actual character? I always kind of thought it was just like whatever you were afraid of in the dark sort of thing. That's just it. Like I looked into it and the definition online is the boogeyman is a mythical creature used by adults to frighten children into good behavior. (laughs) Boogeymen have no specific appearance and conceptions vary drastically by household and culture. And it's true. I mean, we're all kind of scared of the boogeyman, but I mean, I I can't picture what the boogeyman actually looks like. There was a movie called Boogeyman a few years ago, wasn't there? A horror movie? Trying to play up on the boogeyman, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but yeah. Every time I was talking about this, though, or thinking about it, and I said the word boogie, though, I immediately was thinking about, like, boogie music. (laughs) I was like, I know a way, okay, to make all kids not afraid of the boogeyman anymore. So every time you think of the boogeyman, think of a man who likes to boogie instead. (laughs) Man who just likes to dance, okay? So the person hiding under the bed is just man dancing. Like, think about this type of boogie boogie music, music? okay? The classic boogie music. There's just a man (laughs) dancing under the bed to this. This is the boogeyman, okay? And he's not very good. He's not no. a real good dancer. He's a terrible dancer, and he looks a little funny when he does it. So every time you're in the dark, okay, as a kid, and you're afraid of the boogeyman, just think of this. No, he's just dancing. Hey, man, I got to get up early tomorrow. Do you think you could knock that off? No, I got to dance. <laughs> just dancing under Can't here. Stop boogieing. I'm the boogeyman. Oh, you turn the lights off. Time to <laughs> dance. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I went for a run yesterday. Yeah. Um, I'm, I've said before on the air, I am not a good runner. I run a couple times a week, have for a while, but I, it just never gets easier for me. You know, it's, it's always... I just don't like running, yeah. Oh, it hurts, but... Um, I, I tried, and then after I had knee surgery, I just never have gone back yeah. to it, yeah. Yeah, and I don't have a runner's body. I'm 230 pounds. Like, mm. I don't have a distance runner, runner's body, but I right. try. Five kilometers is usually my max. On good days, I've been able to stretch it to six. That's good, yeah. For whatever reason, yesterday, I did 10K in an hour. Interesting. Yeah. I just had extra energy in the tank yesterday. I hit 5K and I was like, I'm feeling pretty good. I guess I'll keep going. And I went for 10K. It was like way further than I usually go. I had a really good electronic album on where it's kind of all mixed together. And like the music just didn't stop. So I was like, okay, well, I I guess won't stop, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm fascinated by the psychology of endurance athletes and how they do it. Totally. Just because it seems so far out of reach for me. But like how they're able to put themselves in the mindset you know, to push through the pain and stuff. And I know, you know, you do some long bike rides and stuff. Yeah. Do you have any mental tricks that you use when it's really hurting to get over that hump? Or, you know, we've talked a bit about the pain cave before that runners say they'll go to, but... It is funny. I'll sometimes get to a point where, yeah, it just doesn't hurt anymore. It's really strange. And I don't know if that's some sort of threshold that, yeah, like I get to and then I just kind of break past it. Mm-hmm. And But it is tough. It's funny you bring this up because yesterday I was finishing up this August challenge I had for myself for biking. And yeah. I wanted to just get the last few kilometers. I only had to bike like 25K yesterday, but it was so hard. I was just <laughs> so gassed. And it was one of the hardest bike rides I've had to do to get through it. And I, so many times I was just like, I just want to go home. Like I don't have the energy for this. 
But music is huge. Mm-hmm. And I find a certain, there's those playlists like the fitness playlist or workout playlist. And those are actually designed to keep you going. And I find like a certain BPM and a certain, yeah. like that is, that is huge. It's a big difference between that. And if you start listening to something a little bit slower that doesn't have that <laughs> same thing to keep you going, that is a huge one. And we've talked before about how sometimes if there's a brand new album or music that I'm really into, I'll save it for my workouts because okay. then I look forward to the workouts and then you kind of get into it and you're, you know, it's all about your mindset. Like if you can kind of distract yourself a little bit mm-hmm. and not focus only on the pain, like that's when you're in trouble, right? If that's all you're thinking about, you need to find ways to kind of distract away from that. A good podcast with that to me too. If yeah. I'm really invested in the conversation, then right? I'm like, oh, what well, time has kind of gone by here. So that's all good ways to yeah, kind of get out of that mindset. And I think you're right. It, it's got to be mindset. It's psychological you, for sure. Your body is capable of doing it. Yep. Like if I had, if it was like a life or death situation, I could probably run until I, I had to, right? Yep, but sure. you just find reasons to stop. You do. But some people just seem to be much more mentally tough than that. You yeah. know, like when those reasons come up, they're able to push them down and keep going. Mm-hmm. And I've never been like that. I'm trying. One trick that I do use sometimes, and I don't know how well it works, but if I'm really hurting on a run, I try to think about how far Legolas, Gimli, and Aragorn ran when they were pursuing the Urukai after they had taken Merry and Pippin. Right. And we know the Uruks can run forever and in daylight, too, because, you know, when Saruman dispatched them, he said, you do not know pain. You do not know fear. Is that Angry Birds again? Yeah. I'm getting really good at this game because I just, it's a good way to distract myself from what's going on over there. After you hosed me the last time we did this, I was like, oh, yeah, I've got Angry the Birds. controls on this side. You do. I could turn Lord of the Rings up and Angry Birds down. Jerk. <laughs> Now you're stuck in it. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. We got a message from a friend of the show, Tristan, who said, I've completed the Calgary Marathon three times. Wow. That's impressive. That's a lot. That's um, amazing. And like Beckler, I also don't have a runner's body. I played hockey. I have big legs, so I do struggle a little bit from time to time. But I have an internal monologue, almost where I'll talk crap to myself just to hype myself up to get the next kilometer. And then it's one kilometer at a time after that with the internal monologue going. And I was like, what does that monologue say to you specifically? Like, what kind of insults are you throwing at yourself? Mm -hmm. He said, just the classic stuff. When I get tired, I'm a bitch. Then I got to conquer that inner bitch and so on and so forth. He said, it works wonders. I've broken my leg on a run and my foot on another. He said, the leg was pretty clearly broken. But when I broke my foot, I thought I just rolled my ankle. So I continued to run because I didn't want to get chirped, you know. Uh. (laughs) He ran through a broken... That is because he didn't want to get jerked by himself. That is really funny. That's hilarious. You can tell. Yeah, you can convince yourself that though. You're good, dude. Well, David Goggins, who is that incredible endurance athlete, who you probably have heard of at this point. If not, you should Google him. He's an impressive dude. But he he has like the forty percent rule. He says when you feel like you're you have nothing left, you're probably only at forty percent. Right. And from that point, it's it's just a matter of mental toughness. Yeah. So. Yeah. Maybe I'll look at it like that. Not only are you like conditioning your body, you're also conditioning your mind to be tougher. On Just those. call yourself a puss. <laughs> you puss. You, you puss. puss. <laughs> Imagine you, got, you, you like pass me on the trail and you hear me as I go the other way. Stupid bitch. You puss. You know, get a piece of shit. Which, hey, people do that. Whatever keeps you motivated, you know? <laughs> Think of you as, yeah, I'm going to start calling you Vancouver Soft. You don't push through. Oh, man. Envision that. Maybe when I do go for runs, I'll just get you to text me. Sounds good. Like, hey, for the next half hour, can you text me every five, six minutes and tell me I suck? Yeah. Something like that. Like that. Totally. 
There's a friend of ours who works in radio, actually, who was trying to get motivated to go to the gym, and he was like, do you think you could text me every morning and just, like, <laughs> remind me to get to the gym? And I was like, if, you, if that's what you need, absolutely. But yeah. I think he found the motivation himself, which was good. What I'll just do is record you a voice memo, and then you can just have a listen to that. I'll just be me calling you things. And I'll just run to that? Yeah. Instead of music or a podcast? Exactly. Just, it's just, just me giving you shit. <laughs> just me... What a good friend. Yeah, right? I'll do that anytime. Let me know. You know who else is a good friend of this podcast? That's Shane Holmes. That is. And they offer affordable customization. So if you're looking to build a house, uh, you can make little changes to their floor plans and stuff. And of course, all your finishings ooh, affordably. That's something fairly rare with home builders, I think. Mm-hmm. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. ShaneHolmes.com. The and Shauna Podcast. I had the TV on in the background yesterday and this uh, promo came up for Dr. Phil. And I was like, Mr. Phil. Well, this is just it. I was like, Dr. Phil clearly has heard you accuse him of not being a real doctor because now it's right in the promo. Just listen really? to this. Okay. This is not a good recording. I'm sorry. But here you can hear. Tomorrow. My big question is, is your show scripted? Yeah, you couldn't make this up. Are you serious? I do not get paid every time I'm on camera. Do you watch the show? Yes, I do. And you can't tell whether I'm a real doctor or not? And then everybody laughs at that accusation there too, right? Like, oh, you think that he's not a real doctor? So obviously he's debunking a bunch of things that people people uh, think about the show, like like that it's scripted and that his wife gets paid to be on camera all the time and that he's not a real doctor. So is he a real doctor then? He says no. This is what, there, it's all will be revealed today, apparently. Oh, okay. Uh, where he's going to set the record straight on all of that. But he a, was- a tell all? He was implying within this that you think that he's not a real doctor. How dare you? Do you not listen to the show, essentially? <laughs> like, you listen to the show and all the good things he has to say, and right. you're telling me that I am not a real doctor. Well, that sounds so like fun. a doozy of an episode today. I know, I can't, I'm going to have to tune in Dr. Now, there Phil, are some allegations floating around that I'm not a real doctor. No, that's exactly it. <laughs> I wear a white coat. Some of you... White. Apparently some of you have been calling me Mr. Phil. Y'all don't know I am actually a doctor. You just don't get it, do you? Today we're going to take a deep dive into my medical credentials. Sounds like a great episode, Mr. Phil. Yeah. Yep. I will not be tuning in. I'm going to have to... <laughs> I'll watch it for you and record it all, okay? The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Ooh. Oh. Some conspiratorial thinking for your Friday morning heading into the long weekend. That's a lot of thinking for heading into a long weekend. My brain is kind of already departing my body, but I'm ready for it. Okay. This is always a heavy segment. It's Conspiracy Corner. Yeah. Your platform for outlandish conspiracy theory. So we were doing a bit of school supply shopping yesterday. Um, the, the Some of the schools offer this, like, they'll have a package of everything your kid needs, and you just pay them, and then you get that. Well, that's we, sweet. We missed the boat on that, so we had to go dig through the ruins of the school supply aisles at the oh, store yesterday. Oh, God. Big mistake? Yeah. Anyway, I have a conspiracy theory regarding school supplies. Okay. When you look at the lists from my boys' classes, what they need, some of the things on there are outrageous. Like, each of them needed six erasers. Six. What the hell do you need six erasers for? Is it because they're just going to lose them? Is that what they're thinking? Maybe, because I don't think anyone has ever finished an eraser. No, is like the ever... big white ones yeah. with the blue thing around it. Do you remember those ones? Yes, six of them. S- no. Have you ever seen anyone 
finish an eraser. No. No. The only time I've ever seen somebody finish an eraser is one of those cheap ones that, I, like, as girls get, like, scented okay. flowery ones or whatever. Those ones wore down pretty quick. They were pretty cheap erasers. So I saw those ones actually moving. The white ones, I don't think they ever went down in size. Or the pink ones that are shaped like rhombuses. Yes. Those ones the never. Rhombus. The rhombus. What was that again? Yeah, I can't. I can't roll <laughs> my tongue. That's good. Yeah. No one ever finished. You don't need six. You no. need one. Yeah, no. You need one for probably the next three years. Yeah. Yes. They needed six glue sticks each. I was like, are you gluing up full-size billboards? Six glue sticks. How much glue are you doing? Are you doing? licking them? Are you eating them? How, or? Much? How many <laughs> kids are eating them? How much gluing are you doing? Oh, my lordy. I think the schools are in bed with the school supply companies, mm. is what I think here. Interesting. I've yet to figure out exactly how the schools benefit from this relationship. I don't know if there are kickbacks or like free yeah. supplies that are given or discounts on supplies, but there is no reason why the lists would have so much stuff on them. So I just ignored some of it. I was like, they don't need six erasers. Send them with two. If you get kickbacks, that's what my school should have done. They had no money for anything. <laughs> they should have gotten into bed with big eraser and then they could have had a little bit of cash flow. Than charging us to make a photocopy. Yeah, I uh, I don't know why else they would request that each student bring ten years yeah. worth of school supplies for. I think it's like the university textbook scam, which everyone probably agrees with, right? Where you have to buy a certain textbook yep. and you have to buy the most recent edition of that, so for that you sure. can't sell them on the secondary market. This is just with elementary schools and pencils instead. Erasers. Um, uh, on the plausibility scale, Shauna, uh, how many required software updates that render your phone useless out of ten do you give this one? Um, I'm gonna. It's it's quite high. I'll give it plausible. Fif- Fifteen or so. Fifteen required software updates that render your phone useless out of ten. Yes. Yeah. It's very wordy, so I couldn't. But yeah, that one. That's all right. Mm-hmm. We got it. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I would like to give a shout out if I could. Okay. To the cardigan section at Susie Shear. Specifically, why there? It's getting a workout because uh, teachers are heading back to work. Okay. And we talked yesterday about it being the first day back for school, but we forgot to mention that the teachers are back at work as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and they tend to go and they, Susie Shear for cardigans, uh, v neck sweaters <laughs> as well. Uh, that is where they tend to go. I know this because my, my sister is a teacher, as are a few of my friends. And that's just a good place because it's not too expensive, but they've got a great selection of modest cardigans and V-neck sweaters that teachers can get away with wearing. Still comfortable, a little dressy looking. That's what you do. I didn't know that Susie Shear was the hot spot for teachers. Mm, it's just, it's one of them. There's many, many, right? Like Laura is another one. Just kind of a, a good mid-range, okay. big selection of cardigans and V-necks in those places. Now you're talking female teachers here. Female teachers, yeah. Uh, Susie Shear only sells female stuff, right? Yeah, which so- is... Where do male teachers shop? That's a good question. Like Eddie Bauer? Probably. Khakis. <laughs> yeah. Khakis, Khakis and sensible sweaters. Yeah. And sensible sweaters. Yes, this is the look for teachers. For when, sure. I'm, when I'm picturing my teachers in high school, they all look like they were dressed at Eddie Bauer. Yep. So Khakis and, uh, yeah, like shirts that are obviously collared, but they've got a bit of a plaid. That's what a yeah. lot of the do teachers looked like for okay. sure. Yeah. It's and funny because- lanyards. Yeah. We, All uh, teachers have their keys and ID badges on lanyards, right? Backpacks a lot of the time as well. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you remember when that big teachers convention happened in Calgary. Yeah. And it was absolutely hilarious because the entire downtown was just full of people <laughs> in V-neck sweaters wearing backpacks, lanyards, and khakis. And I was like, this Sensible is just shoes. screaming teacher here. <laughs> screaming it. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Oh, I forgot to tell you about this, Shauna, but my my wife, McKenna, she sent me a photo that she took outside of her gym on Sunday last weekend. Yeah. Let me see if I still have this photo here. It was, 
on the on the sidewalk. Uh, it was part of someone's weave or oh like no, that's sad. hair extensions ripped out or something, just dead on the sidewalk. So I don't know. <laughs> like from here, because I'm a little bit blind, it looks like there's a dead animal. It on does the look like there's a dead animal. Yeah, but like you get in tight there. It's oh just no, a, that's hair. A lock of somebody misplaced their hair. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, what happened? Oh, was there no. a fight? Was there a fight right there, and someone got part of their hair torn out? That's what out? I would gather. Was there a, I don't know, what was was she partying too hard? Did she have a rough night? So That's not good. When I was uh, in school, there was a lot of the times that hair would be like, because there was a lot of fights, and that's what they do is you go after your hair, each other's hair, and so take it out. So What happened here? That might have been a fight. What happened well, in the gym to make a fight happen? Yeah. Well, it could have been at night. I'm thinking it was the night before, oh, okay. not at the gym, but in the area. You know, some drinks going. It's funny you mentioned this yeah. because the other day I walked through the alley and there was the most insane high heel that was on the ground. Just one? One. And it was so blinged out and it's <laughs> super high, high heel, just one in the alleyway. And I was like, I would love to know the story behind what happened with that one high heel. Yeah, where's the where's other Where's the one? other one? Where's the person who used the, how can you have one and not the, I don't know. Yeah, you'd have to be taking the other one off to walk home. It's not like you're walking with one giant high heel. That's it. Obviously she was out in, in or he, whoever was not wearing shoes and lost one while yeah. carrying it or something. But I was just like, I, that's, there's a story behind it. Yeah, there's same always with this yeah, I want to know. It was a bad night, no matter what. A for couple someone bad there. nights recently, couple apparently. Yeah. My, my brother told me about this, but apparently, amongst drag queens, there's a term called w- wig snatched. Like, and that's if you can't believe something, like you, your wig is snatched off. Oh. Just un- like, say, if something unbelievable happens, you'll say wig snatched. That's wig amazing. Gone. Wig. That's <laughs> a great like, term. Isn't that funny? I want to use that. Yeah, add it to your repertoire. So. Oh, jeez. I'll tell you something. I am crazy. wig like, snatched. Wig gone. Absolutely. <laughs> wig long gone. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. We've arrived at the most important part of the entire week on this radio program. We sure have. It's for Atlas Pizza. We call it the Friday morning pizza chat. Uh, This is one of the best. Yes. Oh, it's just delightful. We'll get to the rest of it. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. We got a message from friend of the show, Todd, recently, who was listening to uh, the pizza chat on the Friday podcast last week, I think. Yeah. Uh, And he's telling us about a friend of his who's a former bank manager. And he says, so as a bank manager, he's got quite an attention to detail. And he was doing his taxes and putting all of capturing all of his major spending buckets, trying to see where all of his money was going. He said he has two kids, one of whom really only eats cheese pizza, and he realized he spent $1,500 at Domino's, delivery only, just on cheese pizza, just for that one kid. Yeah, that's a lot. That's 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 an incredible pizza expenditure. Have you ever calculated your pizza expenditure? Uh, Not... Officially, mm. we do pizza about once a week, and it's usually like thirty bucks. Okay. So, so you, you can, can kind of figure that out. out. Yeah. Fifty-two times thirty. Yep. Um, I know when when I was in high school, Little Caesars introduced the hot and ready, and I used to go twice a week, and I did that every every week for I think seven years. Wow. So if you do the math, yeah, I think it was like four thousand dollars on hot and readies or something. I mean, that's over a long period of time. I mean, you have to eat, you know. So yeah. It's but, like I, when I started doing the calculations on, on how much I spent on, for example, coffee from Tim Hortons, uh, before that was the one 
bar that we used to frequent. And when oh, he started yeah. doing the math on that, that was, I had a rough go at the one place because <laughs> friend and I would go there just about all the time. And when we started realizing how much money we spent there, we're like, that, it, this needs to stop. Yeah. Yeah. You I don't want to do those maths. You guys were spending like a sizable percentage of your income at this one bar. We were certainly paying for a couple part-timers to have their jobs. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like this Little Caesars, I was on a first name basis with the owner. Yeah. You know, I probably paid for one year of one of his kids schooling. Probably. <laughs> through yeah. the pizzas that I bought there. Totally. Um, but that's insane. 1500 bucks for one 14-year-old kid just on cheese pizza wow. from one chain. Yeah. Not including what everybody else in the family is eating. No. Nope. So that's a lot. That's a pretty big expenditure, isn't it? It is. Yep. Yep. Again. Eleanor Pizza picks up a slice at the parlor where pizza is made. Friend of the show, Patrick, sent us another thing you can't look cool doing. Oh, good. He said, you can't look cool slipping on or even walking on ice or skating for the first time, skiing, anything like that for the first time. It's true. It is true. Yeah. We're going to be at that time pretty soon here. I mean, not even for the first time. Walking on ice, you're never going to look cool doing it because you got to do that penguin walk so that you yeah. don't die. Not going to look cool walking on ice, but especially the first time you're trying to skate or something, you look like flailing Bambi. So I think, you know, if you've lived around here long enough, you've maybe got your ice walk down a little bit. Maybe a bit. You know, I feel pretty confident walking on ice. Yeah, uh, I suppose so. But yes, skating, skiing, skiing like yeah, nobody right. steps on the ice or on skis for the first time. And looks cool. Nope. Nobody. Nope. It takes a little while to look like you know what you're doing. Oh, yeah. So if I put this through the Lenny Kravitz test, yep. I don't know if Lenny Kravitz can skate or if he can ski, but if he can't, he's not going to look cool the first time he goes out. Sure not. He's probably going to want to do that in private. Flailing all <laughs> his limbs, falling on the ice. Or as a skier, I just picture him with the, yeah, the poles wide open and <laughs> just trying to do the pizza, someone screaming at him, especially if his jacket's unzipped. Oh, that's a look. <laughs> Lenny, no. Why? No, Lenny. Why are poles wide open such a beginner thing? It's like, such, yeah, nobody knows what to do with them, so they just hold them straight out like an iron cross. What do I do with these? What do I do? The Beckler and Shauna podcast. You know what I love? Hmm. That we get sent laughs now. People know we love a good laugh. We love a good crazy laugh on this show, we, don't we? We really do. Uh, we got into the wheeze laughs for a little bit. This one's a bit different, though. Um, Aaron was like... This is a chicken farmer, and he sounds like a chicken when he laughs. So he's being interviewed by this reporter, and neither of them can hold it together. So just have a good listen. You can hear his chickens in the background. Oh, that's his laugh. That is but it. There's like a there's other sounds in the background. Like that very I think. faintly, but the main ones are him, and he sounds. You can't tell the difference. It is so funny. The chickens are speaking with oh him. Oh my god, they're communicating. He actually speaks chicken. You spend so much time with the chickens that you start to sound like them. You hey? do. I mean, they they say you start looking like your dog, and your dog looks like you. So yeah, there you go. You, you start, start sounding like, like chicken. the chickens too. Play us out, chicken oh man. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f- they're going to say f-. Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.